For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 165. All right, we made it. Here we are, 165. You, did, you didn't change your intro. No, you know what? I was thinking about it all week. Like, what would I say if I didn't say welcome back? And then it was just like, you say hello, and then I say hello, and then it's just like flat. So, I say hello, you yeah, say goodbye, I just said, goodbye, I was hello. like, I'm going to work. I'm gonna have to work on this a little bit more. So welcome back. Is, I really do welcome everybody back. For somebody who can't sing, I really do default to singing quite often. You, yeah, I mean, you, it's where you find joy, and that's okay. Uh, you know... Whatever makes you feel happy. It's the Target commercial. I say, you know, Target has. Yeah, that. yeah. I oh, say yeah. goodbye. You I sing goodbye. at home and um, it makes me happy, but I don't do it in front of people because it sounds awful. Well, it's funny. Like, I would never do karaoke. There's not enough alcohol in the world no. to get oh, me to no. sing like that. Uh, I did it one apparently, time. Apparently, <laughs> here alone with you in my office, I feel completely yeah. comfortable. <laughs> well, I did it once in Mexico, but it was kind of one of those things where it was like, it's Mexico. So everybody was drunk, and who's going to even possibly know? But now, if it was a league of their own, I'd be singing along, you know. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, the, it had to be. Nobody could talk it that. Sorry. Singing to Nelson. <laughs> No one could ever top that. <laughs> uh, epic. Yeah. Uh, no. How are you? What's new? I am good. Nothing new. Um, I, let's see. Well, I had to travel for work last week, which was oh, interesting. I went to Long Beach and it was a pretty uneventful. I mean, I love LA. So, uh, you know, it was uneventful until the highlight of my life. I'm sitting at the Long Beach airport waiting to leave. I'm on a flight delay and I look up and see this man walking in front of me going to sit down. And I'm like, I know this man. Where do I know this man from? And I stared. It was none other than Steve Burton from General Hospital. And if everybody oh. knows, that is my shit. He is <laughs> Jason and I have been watching this my whole entire life. So I was very excited about that. Did you approach um, him? I did not because he was traveling and I, you know, I don't like to bother people. I just was happy to see him in person and make that eye contact. Like, you know, that I watch, I want you to know that I'm a watcher, but I also want you to know that I'm respecting your space. So go ahead and comfortably wait for your flight. <laughs> and eat that breakfast bagel. Sir. Yeah. yeah. Cause nobody was bothering him. He had a cap on. So it's like, you could tell when someone doesn't want to be bothered and I didn't want to bother him, but I was really excited. Like, here we are in person. I really wanted to ask him, like, hey, so will you be returning to General Hospital? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> what is happening? Well, he is Jason. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Sunny and Jason combo, but um, he's very handsome. He is now on Days of Our Lives or one of the other stupid shows because he did not want to get the vax, and so he had to leave. Oh, I I remember this. Yeah. And so it was really devastating because he's like a staple on that show. He's been on forever. Um, and so I was really upset about it. However, he is presumed dead, but not confirmed dead, which means they always leave the door open for a return. Oh, he's 53. You yeah. can get it. Oh, yeah. 
he's handsome too. Like he's got a lot of makeup on in some of these photos. Well, you know, that's what they do <laughs> in those shows. Um, so that was the highlight. And then um, I, okay. So here's the thing, everybody. I watched two things that I was excited to watch this weekend and was highly disappointed. Uh-oh. So let's get into it. First things first, I finally watched Five Nights at Freddy's, a.k.a. Oh, oh, Freddy Got Yes, Freddy's. I've been waiting for this. So I I was very excited. I like I have been waiting and waiting. It was just I was had alone time. I turned it on. It started off like creepy music, creepy intro. And I'm like, this is about to be good. It is not scary. It is just a weird story. <laughs> it takes a very weird turn. It just has a couple like bloody scenes, but it's not a scary movie. So it's a thriller. It is not horror. Oh, okay, okay. I was mad because I thought it was going to be scary, but it's really just. Does he terrorize the children? Are you going to watch this? Absolutely not. Okay. The so this young man needs a job. He's taking care of his sister, raising his sister. He goes to an uh, agency, like you know, an employment agency. They're like, with your history, you're always getting fired. You have a history of violence. Um, we can't place you except for this one place. I could give you a job. And it's a security job. And he tells them, like, it pays horrible. It's horrible conditions. Like, but it's all I got. So he's like, no, I don't want it because it's nights. And then, you know, his aunt's trying to take the sister out of his custody. So he's like, I got to have a job. So he takes the job. Shows up. It's Freddy Faz bears basically Chuck E. Cheese yeah. but with bears. So <laughs> um his job is to stay there all night, monitor the building, don't let anybody get in, don't let anybody break in, and that's the job. Um you quickly wonder why that's the job because it's abandoned, it's locked up like chain linked fence and it has not been open in years. So instantly you're thinking why in the hell are they caring about protecting this place? Um, it's, it's just all run down, but okay, fine. Um, so little weird things are happening. This cop shows up. She's like, I'm just checking it. Like, see how things are going. I come here often. This is on my beat. They become friends. Long story short of it. I'm going to just get to it. The children that have gone missing at, at this place years and years in the eighties are inside of the, like the bears. The bears are the children. Oh. <laughs> Does this make sense? Like they yeah, they possessed you. these these mechanical, you know, things. So they want his little sister. Oh, to put um, her inside the bear. Yes. And she's like a little bit of special needs. So she's like, they're my friends. They're talking to me. Like, I know. And the brother's like, what? So He's the whole movie. He's trying to fit, remember. They had a, a middle brother who was kidnapped when they were kids, and he was supposed to watch the brother, and he could never remember who stole the brother. And he has spent his whole life trying to have the same dream every night to remember who stole the brother. Turns out the man who took all these children also stole the brother. Oh, so the so, brother's Freddy's? His name was something else, but yes, it's weird. The <laughs> end of the story is. The policeman, the policewoman, I'm sorry, her father is the bad guy who's been taking all these kids and who's running all this shit out of Freddy's. That's why she patrols it to make sure like nothing goes crazy wrong. But she knows that they keep killing people that get in here. And the father 
is the man who placed him at the job in the employment agency. Oh, so she was aware. She was part of it. Yes. Oh, guys, it was. <laughs> I I watched this whole thing and I was just like, "What?" So this is the story. It's about some ghost kids. It's not even. I mean, I guess if you're like afraid of scary movies and you can't handle it, you probably would not like it too much. But it was not scary at all. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So then I think I'm going to get into something else. Um, you know, I watched all my other shows, of course, Basketball Wives, everything. But then. I get into the new Julie Roberts movie, Leave the World Behind. Ooh, I've heard good things. Oh, I don't know who told you good things. Uh. <laughs> the whole movie is great until you get to the end of the movie. Oh, one of those, huh? It's kind of one of those. What was that one? Um, oh, that's going to bother me. The Sandra Bullock one where they all had to have the blindfolds on the whole time. Bird Box. Yes. You know, it's like you're you're the anticipation the whole time. And you're like, how what is the end? Like, how do we resolve this? What's gonna happen at the end of all this? And then it just ends, and you're like, what? <laughs> That's what this was for me. Oh, okay, okay. It was very good. Mahershala, I mean, obviously, you can't go wrong with Julie Roberts, Mahershala, Ethan Hawk, like all great cast. Great, great cast. Um, it just the end, I don't understand why we ended this way. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so I won't I won't go into it. Obviously, I want everybody else to watch. Then, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Um, I was disappointed because I've been waiting for this. I I love Julia Roberts, so I was waiting for her this, and she was great. But it just the ending killed me. So I want to see May December. I want to see that too, especially because it's um you know based on the well pretty much loosely around the the Laterno thing. And that I mean, it's not that deal. it's not that loose. Let's be real. I mean, right? But you know, they said yeah. from that interview is what they built. Um. So I want to watch that, and I also want to watch. It's going to come on the ID channel in January. Um, but it is about I'm uh, the name is escaping me, but it's about the young lady who she's the Ukrainian orphan that the family she's adopted. Crazy. Yes. Well, there's something coming out now on the ID in January that's gonna be like a three days. I think her name is like Natasha. Yeah. Um, and they interview her and they're she's trying to like doing them. Yeah. Well, they're trying to spin it and say she was actually a child. She's they not. yes. So this <laughs> whole thing. But I was just watching it the other day and it came up on my feed like of what's coming up. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for that. So, um, so yeah, I just other than that, just watch my regular shows below deck. Um, I uh, just. Uh, Kyle, you cannot cause all this drama. I go, everybody's so negative. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. When he called so his much. fiance and was like, you don't understand. Like, no, terrible. Yeah, you You're terrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe that he didn't tell. Like, no, you have to tell your, your he's going to watch this, but I'm pretty sure as everybody's spouse knows that my your fiance knows you're a shithead. So I'm <laughs> sure he knows that you played a part in all of this. He has to. I mean, come on. How could you not? And also, me. I'm going to need these people to stop going out and drinking because they clearly can't handle their shit. <laughs> Everybody's throws up all day the next day. Pull it together. Ugh. I mean, yeah. she, I think she might actually be ill. Well, she might be, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. this is wild. Lily, you're a hot ass mess. You should not drink. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I that was it. I I just watched all of my stuff. Nothing else different. Um, 
always looking for something new. Um, I watched, oh, um, I did watch that Chris Rock, Kevin Hart's on Netflix special Headliners Only, which I thought was going to be a stand-up, but it's actually just a behind-the-scenes about their stand-up. So it was informational, but it wasn't funny, if that matters. So that's it. How about you? Uh, I jumped into Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> O-M-G. Uh, the problem is that there's just so many spoilers on Instagram. I think I'm like four or five episodes in, so like not too many left. Um, I don't love the cast. I was actually, I want to give you some credit. Blake is actually like bearable, but he's getting no screen time. He, well, he will. And let me tell you, he's good to look at. I just, <laughs> I just like to look at him. Um. It's wild to me that they will drop each other for like nothing. And be like, oh yeah, someone new is here. I gotta go. Well, that's what I'm saying. The commitment is different than last season. Like these people are not. Yeah, they are so happy to hop. Um, yeah. The weirdest thing, and I asked you about this, was uh, Aaron B. So mm-hmm. like, okay, I have a gate. I mean, we all have a gaydar, right? But I have like two gaydars. You know, I'm special like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. One of my gaydars is like, ooh, I wish they were gay. Let me look for signs, right? Okay. And that's the normal one I lead with, you know, when I, you know, I can't think of who anyone I want to talk about right now. But, you know, when I'm like, ooh, they, they, I wish, I wish they were, right? Okay. However, then I have like a real gaydar is when I'm like, oh, shit, this person is gay, right? When like, it just hits me when I'm not looking for it. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Are you following? I, I follow. I'm just okay. waiting for what you're about to say. So I am not interested in Aaron B. Mm-hmm. Right. However, when I was watching it and like, I wasn't really paying attention. It was just on and I was listening and I was like, wow, like this guy, like he's saying some like weird stuff. And then like, mm-hmm. I just get like a major gay vibe from him. Oh, like huge. Okay. I don't know. And like, it it was all, it was like a little bit of everything. And he was on the beach. He's like, hey, girlfriend. I was like, what is happening here? I mean, I feel like that's that San Diego, like, vibe, that weird nectar thing that the other guys had. I think maybe it just translates a little different with him. Yeah, but, but like, okay, like, like James or Avon, like, I was like, oh, like, I'm into that. Whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. Who was my other boyfriend? Uh, the other Aaron? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what's his name? Andrew. Ooh. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. Right. Like Andrew. I can be like, they oh, all act like that. They not like Aaron B though. I'm telling you. I mean, I'll have to like, maybe I'll find some like, it was in the first couple episodes. It was a hundred percent. Like it was just very like, I'm looking like, I don't know. I, I'll have to find like examples for you. It was one of them was definitely, he's like, good morning, beautiful. How are you? You look fantastic. I'm like, no straight man. What would you do if a straight man walked up to you and said that? Good morning, beautiful. You look fantastic. I'd be so excited. <laughs> but you oh my God, do. thank you. <laughs> thank you very but much. Like, you, you know, if there was a little bit of, well. a little bit of sass on it. Um, I don't know. I just, I know. Ne- I never, I never got that vibe from him. I, I'm let me tell you. And I it's not that I'm interested. It's not my gaydar of like, ooh, I wish he was. It was my gaydar of like, ooh, he doesn't know yet. I don't know. Maybe oh. I'm I'll watch more. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm not sure. However, 
Yeah, I never got that from him on it. here or on The Bachelorette. I mean, I don't want to go back and watch episodes one and two, but it was definitely in the beginning because I texted you, I think, like right away. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, and I said the same thing. I don't think I don't get that. I think he has that same vibe that the, like Aaron and James and Andrew all have that like thing. Yeah, but like Andrew's like smooth about it. Like, hey, like, hey, gorgeous. Like that. You're like, oh, OK. But like Aaron feels manufactured as like. I don't know. It feels like when I used to do it to like blend in or like not be hmm. questioned. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm completely off again, not interested Aaron B. So you can have a seat wherever you are in San Diego. Uh, <clears throat> there was just too much. And there was like several instances. And at first I was like, eh, whatever, like ignored it. And then it like popped up again. He was like on the beach doing something. And I was like, this is, I don't know, <laughs> nectar. I've never heard of nectar. Oh, yeah. Last year, that's what the, that was their whole thing when they were on the beach. Aaron, the other Aaron made it up. And then they kept saying it. And now he's making T-shirts and selling them. Yeah. A little bit of, I what, like a little bit of gravy on it or something. What I've heard something along those lines, but I haven't heard nectar. Yeah. That's what he's like. If something's great or something's good, that's nectar. Interesting. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I've been, I dove into that. I'm going to try to wrap it up. Um, nothing else really, just our normal shows. What did I do all weekend? You didn't binge anything? I watched SN. Well, I binged, I watched like five episodes of, which is an hour and 20 minutes per episode. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole weekend. Um, I did watch SNL. It was not good. I don't know what's happening. And then now there's like, they stole a skit apparently from this like longtime comic in New York. I don't know. That something's not meshing on SNL That's bad. right now. No yeah. stealing. Uh, they said they didn't. They're like, no, this was organic. I'm like, but like, it was pretty close. I mean, it was pretty shocking. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Below Deck. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Here, what I don't get about Lily is that like we've gone through several days of this job and like you still don't understand what you're supposed to be doing laundry and making the bed and cleaning a toilet like how is that you, so put hard me in that laundry room i would kill it i don't understand how it's so hard though it's not that hard she's wild like cleaning up in the room it's just clean don't you clean your room at home <laughs> clearly not clean she's up. also not attractive at all i cannot get over it also how do we feel about luca like down low texting Natalia like sexy things, but I don't, with Jessica. Well, I'm really frustrated about it because when he came on the other show, Down Under, I was like, "Oh, I love him. He's so sweet and cute." Like, no, he's oh. a he's a man whore. And now I'm like, "Oh, Luca, look at this messy mess you're making." I want to know what she <laughs> did. You hear the noises when they were hooking up? Yeah, I was, he like, was like, oh what? yeah, and I was like, what, what just happened? I was like, why is this? Why are you including this? <laughs> they always do, you know that. I know. I just, I don't understand why. I hate it. Uh, jumping into hot topics today, we have a premiere date and a trailer for Pump Rules, January thirtieth, season eleven. Yep. What oh, if they win MG. an Emmy before that? Well, then they I mean, win. They could win the Emmy. That's wild. I just—it's um, uh, a lot. It already looks like a lot. How do you feel about Sheena making it all about? This is so hard on me. You have no it, girl. girl. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Kind of like when you like, slept with Eddie Seabreed and you blamed it on Brandy. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, 
clearly we see like there's fractures in these relationships, but, um, you know, they, she always has to find some way to make it the Sheena show. So and I'm I get not that sure. Lala is upset about like Ariana getting all these deals. First of all, Lala got plenty of deals. Send it to Daryl. As we know, she got Absolutely. the, Uber, she got the Uber eats or whatever, but like, do you expect Ariana to turn down these deals? I feel like she's upset because she was cheated on and didn't get this kind of thing, but it was a very different circumstance. She also helped several men cheat. If we remember her first season, she was sleeping with married or like attached men the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like you can't knock someone else's come up. Like she went through something very publicly that was really, really, really awful. And now she's just like rebuilding her life. And so you just support it. Like it's not that big. I mean, why why are you being a hater? Yeah. Uh Sandoval blocked Summer Moon. <laughs> I'm sure Summer Moon is very upset about that. I don't like why do kids have Instagrams? Um, I don't know. I mean, I obviously they're in parent monitored. Um, My thing I don't... that frightens me is that, like, I have a friend who's got a daughter in. Sorry, I totally cut you off. Okay. Uh, but she has a daughter in, in like daycare. She's mm-hmm. daughter like three or something, and like the daycare woman posts the daughter all the time, and I'm like, that's oh, weird. No. Also, like, well, there's creepers on the internet. Like, why would you be posting? Like, ugh, I don't know. I don't. I would yeah. keep my kids private. Yeah, I never understand if it's. Like, because they want them to model or act. or I don't know what they're trying, if they're like building a brand. I would rather let my child not be a brand and let them just be a child and safe. But um, it seems a lot of people do it. Um, I, I had a friend not. Who, she wanted to like turn it over to her daughter so her daughter could look, like go back and look at it. I was like, okay, like I get it, but like get a photo album. <laughs> right. But then make it private and then make sure only family can see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't let just anybody get in that shit. I don't know. I, I think it's strange. Like I have a friend who still her daughter is, I think almost 12 and still will not post her face on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And you know, like they'll go places or go to Disneyland and she'll post like a back of her picture, but never her face. And, you know, sometimes it's like, well, that's strange. But then at the same time, it's like, well, I know what her face looks like because I know her. Yeah. I, I, you, you know, she doesn't want strangers. Like, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Rolling up to school and being able to target you because they saw your yeah. bathtub on Instagram. It's fucking weird. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Anyway, well, Summer Moon blocks <laughs> God. Uh, well, it's been almost three years, four years. <sighs> I mean, they said three years, but I think it's been... They separated in 2019, so it's going yeah. on in five years. But Kenya Moore is finally divorced. Jesus, that took a long time. Uh, Mark has to pay child support of oh, $521. <laughs> My God. Because he claims his income is $5,000 a month or $60,000 a year. So what he's doing is just like not claiming what he's probably spending through his restaurants. Clearly. That's come on, sir. That's a, like don't be a dirtbag. And she makes sixty. She makes fifty thousand a month, reportedly. Yeah, good for her. And now he's going to pay five hundred. Like that's absurd. That's um, unbelievable. Like, what will you do with your six thousand dollars next year <laughs> for Brooklyn? Like, what right? Is that for her? 
Be what? careful who you have children with, people. Oh, what a dirtbag. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, we're getting more Love is Blind. Are you ready? I don't know. I, <laughs> these last ones have been just rough. I mean, we've Lydia, got some good things, but... Lydia and Milton haven't reignited your passion for romance. Ab- absolutely not. not no. I mean, I'm glad they're sticking together and all, but... Are they, though? I mean, I'm apparently. Here to L.A., wild. Uh, season six is coming on Valentine's Day. Oh. And it is coming out of, are you ready, drumroll, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, well, let's see what they got going on down there. So the other cities are Denver, D.C., Minneapolis, Detroit, and Tampa were all casting cities. But it sounds oh. like they casted Charlotte in like late 2022. So we'll oh, be okay. watching like a two-year-old. That's weird to me. But I guess they're always yeah. kind of older. Well, and they do that because then when they do the reunion, it's been like a year since. Yeah. So they want to give it a chance to like say, hey, these people stayed together or didn't or whatever yeah. is going on. So we've had we had Chicago, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? One more. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Chicago, uh, yeah, Charlotte. I guess I didn't think of Charlotte yeah. as like a metropolitan for dating singles. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, there's people everywhere that need love. I think DC would be interesting because you would get like people with like interesting jobs. And a lot of times they don't live there. Yeah, the DMV area. Yeah, because, well, like when they did. Um, Seattle, a bunch of the people lived in Portland and other places. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so that was an issue for some of them because it was like, well, she lives in Arizona and I don't want to go to Arizona. It's like, well, why the hell did you come to this in Portland? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, The creator did say they are looking into a queer version. They'd love to do it, but they don't know how it would work because you would have to keep them all separated all the time. Yeah. I like that, like... They think that queer people would just constantly have sex with each other. Well, no, but wouldn't you run the risk of falling how would in love? You, yeah. Yeah. How would you separate it and then have them not falling in love in their pods? Yeah. No, I got you. I feel you. That would be tricky. Um, are you ready for our favorite topic of all time? Oh, boy. Uh, Kim try. and Croy. We weren't going to talk about them this week until the police body cam footage was released. Oh, my God. Just. Well, at first I was scared. And then I was concerned. <laughs> and now I I'm awkwardly laughing at the situation. It's it's uh, it's worrisome for these children for sure. Yes, I think that's growing up I think in this environment. I think that's where I'm hesitant because it is terrifying that these children are being exposed to this, that the kids are the ones calling the police because it just feels that scary and unsafe. Well, and that Croy didn't even know the kids were the one. He said, who called you? Uh, it looks as though Croy's having some sort of mental break. Uh, yeah, he's and freaking out. She was in a robe going door to door. How can you go? Like, these people have gate. These are $6 million homes. The neighbor apparently is like this stunning property. So, like, how are you getting into these people going door to door asking for help, Kim? She's wild. He does yeah. call her a narcissist. 
the police officer says, what's going on? What's wrong? And Crow goes, what's wrong? What's, what do you mean? What's wrong? We have no money. We have no house. He said, she's effing other men. I don't know why yeah. I censored myself. I don't, I don't either. Um, I think she was only maybe had sex with Chet Hanks on that surreal life show, but maybe who knows? Uh, oh my God. Can't even imagine what that, uh, but she opted to stay elsewhere that night. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a good idea. This guy's having a complete meltdown and I get it. Like, okay, you're upset. You're losing your family or your wife and you don't want to be going through this, but sir, do you not see what we see that this is very unhealthy and very unstable and it's time to move on? And also she's selling all of your shit. I mean, two things that popped up for all of your shit. Oh, she listed $13,000 Louis luggage today. No, no, ma'am. I would hope that if I was cash apping $13,000, first of all, if I had $13,000, I would just probably go buy it if I really needed it. Second yes. of all, I would hope that there's some sort of like fraud alerts on all any or all of my accounts that would text me immediately if I tried to cash app $13,000. Right? God, I hope so. Um, but I will say what I think we forget in this situation is that he was like 26 when they met. Yeah. Which is, I think, very like impressionable, right? Especially like to fall in love and the fame and the fortune and all of that. Uh, but also the NFL was required to release his financials. And I guess the NFL, because the Players Association keeps track of all this. And mm-hmm. he was reportedly paid $15 million throughout his NFL career. Yeah. Right? He gets $2,000 a month from his NFL pension for the rest of his life or whatever. So like, A, $2,000 is like zero. Like that's not, a, you can't live on that. Like, right? No, absolutely not. Also, what? How, how much did she contribute to blowing his $15 million NFL fortune? Oh, I'm sure a lot because they got that house and then they had 10,000 kids right away and then they have, I mean, I'm sure a lot. Because she was getting her housewife's check, but... But no, that's nowhere not, near. Yeah. No. You know, she was in that townhouse, and, you know, it, she wasn't she living... Stuck with, she should have stuck with Big Papa. She should have. He was but, like, giving her a comfortable lifestyle. I, I mean, I imagine... But he, he, you know, he wasn't going to give her all those kids. No. He's still married to his wife. I Googled him. Lee Najjar. Yeah. Uh yeah. He's also worth like $50 million. So she really did the wrong choice. Yes, she did. But I mean, I, I when I'm watching him have this breakdown where he seems unhinged. And then when you look and like, okay, he's been dragged through this for 10 years, right? He doesn't really know. His family begged him not to marry her. And then everything you worked your entire life for this NFL career and you have $0. You get $2,000 a month to show for it. And where, yeah, what are you going to rent? What are you going to rent something for $2,000 a month with four kids? Well, and it's awful because he could have turned that into something, you know, maybe some sort of like commentating or, you know, some sort of a sports show or something else. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he was kind of riding her coattails of what she wanted to do and helping take care of these kids and all this stuff. So. 15 million gone. I mean, we we hear more so, and who knows, because we're not there, but we've heard more so that the issue is her gambling and her issue, not him spending the money. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that, like, I can imagine sitting here at, he's 36 now or whatever, you're 
going to have to go through this custody. You're making $2,000 a month. Your fortune is gone. And it's not even that. It's like you put your body through hell, right? You, you sacrificed your entire young life to play in the NFL. You know, it's not just you walk into the NFL. There was high school and training and college. And, you know, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. No. Thank God for the $2,000 a month. What would he do? Well, and that's probably just gone before he gets it. I would get her off of that immediately. <laughs> yeah, because the bills and things, you know, that's probably well, spent. Like, if someone gives her that $13,000, like, where's that money going? Where's all this money going? She, she does relist the same shit over and over again every day. So it's not like. Yeah. She, but like, where's that money going? He said he they, they get none of it. She keeps No, it. because she's probably trying to pay those cards and then go gamble. You know, <laughs> people who, especially people who are like gambling addicts, they think. That they could take that money and then go turn it, flip it, and get more money by gambling, and then they lose. No, especially not on this online shit. Like you're bound to lose. Oh yeah, girl, bye. Uh, we'll wrap up with Chrisley does not know best in prison. <laughs> oh, um, this is wild. So the only thing that we weren't going to talk about this because like it's not that shocking. We've know I've seen pl- plenty of like American prison documentaries and how terrible our prison system is. Uh, there's one really good one. I think it was on Netflix. I don't know if you saw it about the prison phone system. Mm, yes. And how like the phone company who's running it yes. is like a billion dollar. It's wild. Oh, it is. What they're it's charging very... is insane. Um, it's a fucking racket. So like we know, I swore for you, you're welcome. Um, yes. Yes. So like we know how terrible the prison systems are. However, he's claiming that there's moldy walls and food. There was a dead cat came out of the ceiling in the um commissary and then he's been raising the alarm on all of this and now he was only eating tuna packets from the commissary and then he said now the warden is mad because he's raising the white the red flag on all of this and now he's limiting his commissary to like three days a week or she it's a she sorry it's a female um also this is why i actually want to talk about it because this is wild if they can prove this is that somebody in the prison uh, solicited Savannah for $2,600 a month for protection for him. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. And then apparently the mother, he's in Florida. The mother is in Tennessee or Kentucky, sorry, Kentucky. And her prison doesn't have heat or air. Oh, well, that's also, I mean, this is what it is. But this both is- their sentences have been reduced by two years, which is good. Well, I don't understand how like Martha Stewart... And Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes are in these like cushion areas, and then the Chrisleys get sent to like this. Well, if you don't fight it and you get a deal and you work all these out and you say this is where I want to go and this is what I'm willing to do, but they wanted to keep going to court and pushing and pushing. Oh, true. Good point. Yeah, I mean Jen Shaw's teaching abs classes to Elizabeth Holmes. She's living it up. There be out no time. They are BFFs in there. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's like, I know that the DMs on SLC are definitely coming from Jen. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't. It's hard for me to feel sorry for him because we have seen this over the years. Ordinary people have experienced these conditions for hundreds of years now. And just because you're upset about it, like, I get it and it sucks. But do you think that because you're white and privileged, it's going to change? Because it hasn't changed. People have been complaining about this forever. I mean, I, I we have seen so many examples just over the last year of 
you know, people in the prisons dying covered in bed bugs and yeah. uh, just malnourished and beaten. And yes, you do need protection sometimes because if you especially poke the wrong bear, people don't like that. So, you know, this is unfortunately what happens when you do a crime and you have to go to these places. These are these are things you got to deal with. Yeah, for sure. Wild. I mean, the solicitation of money from the daughter is crazy. It is, but it happens. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens when you go into a prison and they have different groups, if you will call that groups, and you have to fall in line with someone. And if you don't, then, you know, there's no protection for you. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Anything else on hot topics? No. Okay. We have some Potomac. We got some married to medicine, which was just rough to watch. Like Toya needs to simmer down now. Yeah, this is a lot. Um, SLC and Beverly Hills coming back with a vengeance. Mm, goodness. <laughs> you know, Rinna's pissed that they're doing well, so well. Well, this takes several seats, ma'am. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're going to open up Potomac with Wendy looking NECA straight in the face and saying, were you in L.A. smoking crack? <laughs> that is just uh, coming from Wendy. Like, girl, you know better. And I like how you we didn't can- even address it. Yeah, you can't just throw those kind of things out there. Uh, and also, who says crack anymore? <laughs> In the words of Whitney Houston, R.I.P., crack is whack. Yeah, like crack? That's that's what you had to reach with? Yeah. That lady does not look like she used any crack. I'm just weird how we just like glossed over it and walked away. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it has to come back around. It's going to, yeah, for sure. Um... So we get to dinner. Who swallows? Who likes pee? I mean, this was. So let me just say. So lately, I've been watching my shows. <laughs> I thought you're gonna be like lately. I've been swallowing. Well, no, <laughs> I would never. You know, I would never have that that's such a conversation. <laughs> um, you're Heather, you're Heather Gay. <laughs> I, I'm not. So <laughs> lately, I have been. I usually wait to watch when I'm by myself, but I'm just like I want to know what's going on. So I'm watching it while Marcus is so. <laughs> and he's like terrified watching this. Like the look on his face, he's like, "Is this the conversations that you guys have when you go out to dinner? Like this is what women do? Just sit around and talk like this?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, sometimes not this, but yeah, like guys talk about things like that. Like why is that so different for women?" But then, like really paying attention to the conversation, I was like, "I mean, but we don't definitely talk about I wanting anybody to pee on us. Like that's a little much." I mean, I will say I enjoyed the fact that they were all getting along for 12 and a half minutes and we didn't. Have yes. A, a, it just like moved this the show along. Yeah. Whatever it takes to get this to be like enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Um, Karen calls out Robin right away. Karen, like she gives no fucks right now. No, Karen is just rough. Uh, Juan cleans out his phone like crazy. She should never have said such a thing. <laughs> Like, even if he just does because he's a paranoid person about, like, the government or whoever, you should just never repeat that because it sounds like your husband's a cheater. Uh, when, uh, I just, I don't know who gets the award for biggest moron this week, Wendy or, or Wendy, nah, Robin or new girl Anne-Marie, but we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> but they're yeah, both I, up for the award. Like, that was just... Like, no, I didn't well, want I don't to know. see the text messages. I just, he cleans out his phone so often. Like, cr- like crazy is exactly what she said. Yeah, I would have, as her friend, I would have been like, did you hear what you just said to me? Like, do you hear the words? 
I mean, I he, wish a plane would fly by trailing a whole thing of red flags. <laughs> like, yeah, man. that's bad. Wow. Uh, okay, so Mia, <laughs> a crow lands at lunch. Mia goes, "Is that that's not your mama, is it?" Oh my god, Mia. Which she's choosing violence. However, yes. I do enjoy that the speech that it spurred because Wendy hasn't said any of this yet. No. And I wish she would just say that. I wish she would have pulled NECA aside episode two and been like, hey, that's really like not cool. Here's why. She's a yeah. single mother. She's a pillar of the community, whatever. Everything she said in that speech in amongst Karen, Candace, and Mia should have been said, not to Giselle and Robin, because they're terrible people, but, or Ashley, but like, hey, NECA, I understand why you said that. I'm sorry that this rumor is going around, but let me tell you, like, how this hurt me. Yes, And I, I think it would have totally saved where we're at in this season right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, yeah. No, I was just saying, I don't think Wendy is handling things no. on the level that she used to um or, or even giving any thought like she's become so reactive and and it just is like it would make so much more sense if you would just lay things out better and say like hey sorry i said i didn't know you sorry i hurt you sorry yeah. about Lebe. Sorry we could have been this, done with this but this is how you hurt me like let's move forward yeah we could have been done with this for sure um you know what she's not done with when she rattled off that lawsuit, went uh, Title Nine. He's a state employee with a university. I was like, "Holy shit!" That was not good. I mean, she's not wrong. No, but Doctor Wendy. On. Still, I mean, here's was... the thing: if you're going to sit up here, Robin evaded the truth all last season. So what none of these women are going to let her do, especially Candace, Wendy, and Karen, is let her come in and evade the truth again and be like, that's not why Juan got fired? Like, girl. There was mm. a conduct investigation. It's all sure. knowledge. Yeah, I just think there's ways of handling and doing things. Well, Robin has a breakdown. Rightfully so. But I, I'm glad that she had a breakdown because we haven't seen her, like, as she says, I don't care. Like, we need you to care. I mean, yeah, we we need you to care, but we don't need you to care to the point of now you're having an emotional, mental breakdown. I think that that's what's unfortunate is that it has to get to this point for people to then go, oh, wait, stop, maybe we went too far. But that's just weird. It's wild to me that that title, the girl stuff, the manicure, the pedicure, whatever. I, the I think it's a, I think it's a, a culmination. I think it's just piling on, piling on. Then she thinks it's resolved. Then it's not. Then something else. Like they already had had talk that morning at the hotel when they were supposed to be painting vaginas. Like they already, ha it's been piling on and going on and on and on. And then it's like now here's one more thing. It's it's excessive a bit. So in your eyes, she has sufficiently answered any and all questions and drama about her marriage. I mean, I think that she is trying to give that, like when they were supposed to be painting and they were like, we haven't talked about this. And she's like, okay, what do you want to know? Like, what are we talking about? What is the issue? Like she's, she's saying, okay, let's put this all out here and then let's be, let me answer these questions so we can be done. But then they all start arguing. Like she's trying to move past this. You could see she's trying to move past this and just enjoy this trip. And it keeps being, okay, well now it's the lawsuit. So 
I Paul mean, I'm saying is thank God that vagina painting got bypassed. I I wanted to know what they were about to do. <laughs> like, what are you going to put on there? I mean, I think she's breaking down because, like, she. I'm hoping that she finally realizes that, like, you can't keep getting away with deflecting on everything. Sure, I but feel I also like think that we have to. I just feel like we have to also remember that these are real people. Like, yeah. I don't want to be badgered constantly and constantly and constantly. It's like, yeah, you're on a show. I get it. But I'm trying to give you an answer. I'm trying to give you an answer. But I'm also here, like, on this trip. I don't want to be tortured. I'm just would, I personally would not have just wanted to go. I've been like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, if I'm going to go, I want to enjoy myself. I did this whole thing with you this morning. Now here we are. I'm trying to have a nice lunch. And now we're back to this again. Yeah. I mean, I think part of them is coming from a good place, especially like Giselle, Sharice, and Ashley and that crew was like, hey, like, yeah, you're saying everything's good, but like, it's clearly not good. And like, are you good? Because this man is out there. Yeah. Out on you. They're coming from a good place. The rest of these people are not. Yeah. The approach is not. So Karen, Wendy, all the like, they're coming from a different place, place where they're not approaching it as gently as the others are. I'm just glad we didn't have to have NECA or Wendy fight the rest of the, I the mean, episode. They got that out of the way with the crack comment. That is wild. Uh, anything else on Potomac? No. I mean, it picked up a little bit for me this up this week. I was like, okay, okay. We just yeah. have to get along. I don't think that we're going to get that. Also, how do they not know what a distillery is? Karen, where's the I mean, how many times? Is the beer? How many times? Is there there wine? Do we get (laughs) wine? Like, no, you're not at a winery or a brewery. (laughs) Like, you don't even know what you're going to drink? (laughs) Okay, you ready for some Married to Medicine? Oh, yes. This was hard to watch. I mean, why invite Qua? We'll get to it. Hold on. Uh, yes. Simone and this rental contract, I'm down for it. I think these kids need to yes. be kicked in the ass. Yeah, they're Except adults. If you wait a year, if Miles goes a year, then he can't afford rent. He moves back to their house. That's not that's not a pun. I mean, it is a punishment, but that's not like kick him out on the street. Well, but it is it is a punishment when you're an adult and you don't want to go back to your parents' house. So it's an incentive to get a job <laughs> and be able to continue to pay your rent. Yeah. But you got to follow the rules. And I think that's great if you're able to provide that. Like, I wish I could provide that because you're teaching them how to manage their place and pay their bills and be on their own, but still be able to have a little control. And also now you have a rental property. If I were him, I'd be figuring out what the rent I'm going to owe is next year and start putting it away now. Yeah. And so when it comes around, I have that monthly saved up just in case. No, it makes sense. But it's like, this is where you learn to see like, what kind of mind do your kids have when it comes to this finances and and whatnot? Because we know that younger one, he's, he's ready to party. Yeah. He's, he's in trouble. (laughs) He better be. I don't know why they're not like, you think they'd be on Instagram, like selling more stuff or doing more like promotion, promo stuff, but they don't, which is funny. No. Uh, Heavenly comes for sweet tea for the 7,000th time. Oh, Heavenly. He's old as dirt. <laughs> well, he did tell her, don't forget to pick up my prescription. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, what I'm confused by is that Heavenly's like, oh, I'm not coming for you, girl. And then like you you say stuff that like is in fact coming for her. But she does that to everybody. And the, it's this, I mean, if you're going to be her friend, sweetie, you got to know this is what she does to everybody. 
Henley does not have a sense of awareness. She just says things and he goes, did I say something wrong? <laughs> yes, always. Yes, every day. Uh, Quad doesn't have a room. Toya treats her like, comp- I would have just left. Yeah, there's no way. If I got there and then, and you're like, I didn't know you're coming in. I didn't get you a room. I'd have been like, cool, bye. I could probably get my own better room and I'm about to leave. Also, they're not in Napa. We know this. My friend works That's at the Santa hotel. Rosa. Yeah, they're in Santa Rosa. They keep saying yeah. Napa Valley, Napa Valley. Girl, you're like an hour from Napa. <laughs> yeah, that ain't it. I mean, it's no. a nice place, but yeah. still, it's not Napa Valley. No, not at all. Uh, and then she's like, oh, everyone said fuck. Jackie said fuck no. Phaedra said, like, girl, you don't need to. Like, why do you need? To, why invite her to treat her like this? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. It was like, well, then nobody should have invited her. Yeah. Uh, Simone and Quad get into it at dinner. They had some niceties like to begin with, <laughs> but that didn't last long. I feel like I wish they would just say, we just want you to take some accountability. I, I want you to be accountable. What you did was not apologetic or taking accountability. It was just like, I'm rising from the ashes and I want us to all leave it behind. But these things still need to be addressed. Like the way you're explaining it or addressing it, it's not right. So... Well, and just say, yeah. hey, Quad, we're pissed off that you stepped out from the core five. Right. To get your own contract, to get your own show, to do whatever you were going to do. Like, I think why they're trying not to say it is because they're trying not to break the fourth wall with production. Right. Well, they're trying not to say, prior to this season, you were arguing with producers and then the producers told us. Because now that's obviously how the producers know. But that's how they know. Right. And by saying that, then they're revealing that the producers told them that Quad threw them under the bus to get a better contract. But I'd be bad at the producers because they still gave her a contract. I'm hearing, yeah. though, this next episode is Quad's last episode. Oh. Well, and it's very awkward. Yeah. Um, It feels awkward with her. You know, it doesn't feel comfortable. It, it, watching it, it's like, ooh, I would have definitely left. I mean, at least Heavenly said it and was like, hey, you didn't talk to me for a week. And then Phaedra tells me she's not talking to you. And the next thing I know, you call me. Right. So how am I not supposed to think that that's why you're calling me? Right. No, I mean, that's the thing. Heavenly, she's going to be a lot of things, but at least she's going to say it straight and be honest about it. I mean, Phaedra just, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I said, mm-hmm. Just sits there and just mm, like Yeah, that it. looked, <laughs> no, that she looked crazy. Like, so you, you're, Clearly, like, oh, you changed your plane because it was your baby's birthday and you didn't know this, that, and the other. Then you're just sitting there nodding your head. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, girl. Uh, and then Phaedra asked Dr. Gregory for $4,000. I I mean. Don't ask Roy Beerman. He ain't got, he'd have to wait too much attention to hit to get that. Well, you. clearly she's denying that because she said her purse costs more than that. So Ten, her my purse costs $10,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode was rough. I hope it gets better next week. It's kind of cool so in too. our area. I knew I knew when they were here. Yeah. My, friend, my friend couldn't say anything, obviously. I think I told you privately, but yes. we couldn't say it on mm-hmm. air. Um, but yeah. They're in Santa Rosa. The Rosa. Yes. Vintner's in. Yep. Um, anything else? There's a the- very delicious restaurant over there. Oh, which one? I can't think of the name of it. It's attached to that. It's like right behind it. My sister had her holiday party there a couple years back. So I went as her plus one and the food was delicious. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to ask her the name. It was so good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, anything else on married to medicine? No. 
no, okay. no. Hey, SLC. I'm not ready for this to end. Oh my gosh, this is wild. <laughs> I, I, the fact that Whitney could give Heather the apology and then turn around and be like, I hope she doesn't waste, I hope I didn't waste that apology on her. <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't even know it's how they crazy. all, I mean, they're all mad at Monica, but I don't even know how they all coexist. They all talk so much shit about each other constantly. It's crazy. Like, actually crazy. Uh, LD Millionaire wanted to come to the Bahamas, to the to Bermuda. LD, no. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Uh, the family does end up canceling on Monica. She blames it on LD Millionaire. That was a little too dramatic for me. I mean, it was sad. I know, but like... it. Th- it's like family she doesn't know. I don't know. But that's not okay. I understand that you don't have Hold on. Ding, ding, ding. My, my, ding. Nope, nothing in my heart. I'm the right. man. <laughs> so I understand. But I think if you're excited to go on this trip, but the big piece of it is like she's tr- clearly trying to figure out who she is, like find herself and reconnect and like feel like she has a sense of family somewhere. And so I think that that was what was exciting is that she was going to like hope to see photos and get some history and some like backstory. And so she wanted to connect like to her roots. Yeah. I mean, then, I would just be like, oh, that's unfortunate. Let me go party and like enjoy paradise. Probably you would, but someone who already feels rejected by their mother and their fair. family and then go there and then be rejected by this family. It's just like reopening that wound of nobody wants me around. Sometimes, especially around the holidays, I wish my family would reject me. So I didn't well, have to, didn't have to see I, I understand. And that I'm, is what makes you, you. I'm licking everything outdoors right now, trying to get COVID. <laughs> well, you're not going to get it. So you better go. I'd be so happy to sit inside my house. No, it's you go um, for the holidays. How did she lose her shoes? Was that in the bathroom? Gross. I don't know. I think she don't ever go in the bathroom without your shoes. <laughs> no, that's Britney Spears style. Oh, uh, everyone says, let's play a game. I, that's always a dangerous statement. <laughs> I, I tweeted this. I cringe every time I hear a housewives say any housewife, any franchise. Anywhere, yes. Let's play a game. Like, no, yes. let's not. <laughs> like this week, every time I heard it on Miami, I heard it here. Like every time yeah. it came up, I was like, oh my God, no. And like the game is not whose husband do you want to fuck or kill? Like, that's just not a game we need to be. That having, is not. Somebody's going to get No, <laughs> that's not a good game. That's not a game. That's dangerous. Uh, the rumor about Angie being in the mafia, mafia comes up between Monica and Lisa. Monica tells Lisa. Lisa tells Angie. Angie didn't really seem to mind. No. Lisa's just trying to find something to make a problem about again. Uh, production called her Angie the Don. <laughs> She's <laughs> struggling to get on that. I don't think I've ever had a quicker turnaround. I don't like her. But I don't. No. I no longer despise her. Oh, well, like, too bad you're blocked because now she'll never know. No, no, we're just, we're restricted from commenting. Oh, okay. I can still see all of her stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, yeah, so like, I don't hate her. I don't love her. I think that she does bring a little like lightness to them. Also, I'd be kind of annoyed if she was wearing the bikini top that was matching my outfit. Oh. She was her, Lisa's outfit, but then, did you see that? Yeah, but Lisa, Lisa had the one piece and the pants on, and then yeah. Angie had the top on that matched. I mean, matchy matchy. Mm. 
Uh, we get to the pirate dinner. Lisa and Meredith are not dressed. Lisa didn't even try. She said she wasn't. She said she had hoops on. Hoops is all you're getting. That's, I mean, wild. Would Meredith, you... she just threw something together. She, the blouse was kind of piratey. Would you yeah. participate? Would you not participate? Would you sort yeah. of participate? I would participate. I don't mind a cost. I love a good theme party. I don't mind a costume. I mean, I would try to participate if it like fit my style, but I w- I don't think I would pull a Lisa Barlow and just show up in some like neon pink thing that makes no sense. No. Also, if four out of six are, I'd be like, screw that. I'm not going to be the two that are like, oh, here I am. Yeah. I would have just brought like an off the shoulder top and or a dress or something, you know, that was off the shoulder with the hoops and like put a scarf or something, you know. Yeah. Or a parrot. Bring a parrot. <laughs> Yeah, or that. <laughs> uh, Monica feels sex shamed by Heather. I'm going to disagree with Monica on this one. Heather said, I'm not discussing my 19-year-old daughter's sex life on camera. Absolutely, which she should have absolutely never shared that. It's yeah. not hers to share. That's her daughter's business. And I wouldn't have even asked if someone's child has had sex. No, what? Like, I was like, what? I was like, call the police. This She's... Not old enough. Yeah. She's old enough. If you asked me if my child had, I'd be like, bitch, why do you want to know? Like, what? why is this your business? And do you want to have sex with my child? <laughs> like, I am freaked out. Don't ask these questions. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't even know her. Yeah, She's been that was college. It's weird. No. It's so <laughs> weird. I mean, but also, I guess like, you wouldn't be like, Heather, are you having sex? No, you like, I would have, I could have seen if maybe... The conversation was like, you know, I have teenage daughters too. I don't know how to approach these conversations. Like, yeah. have you had that talk with them? Like, do you yes. worry about them having that sex? That is not what Monica said. very <laughs> different than being like, oh, is she having sex? Like, what the fuck? Uh, What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, then we play the sex game at dinner. And when was the last time you had sex? I'm like, okay, this is not. That's not. You don't need to do that. No, especially when like, I think they're just trying to see if like Heather's dating. I don't like, what was the point? Yeah, and I don't want to tell you. I don't. I don't think I need to tell you, even if I'm married or not married. I don't. I don't. I think mean, I but if you're all that. six married, sure, whatever. We know who you're having sex with, and you're probably having sex with your husband at some point. I mean, I I think that like there's times with my friends or whatever, like you know, we might talk about things and be like, "Oh, it's been so crazy. Like it's been a while. We haven't, you know, we haven't had any time, or we're just not interested because I'm so tired and I need to." figure that out or maybe go by, you know, whatever. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, here's the game. Tell me when's the last time you had sex with your husband. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? And you know full well, Angie lied. She was like, uh, uh, two days ago. Like, ma'am, goodbye. Yeah, she was like right before I left. Like, yeah. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> and I, I don't even, like, I don't want to think of Meredith and Seth having sex. I don't think John Barlow gets anywhere near Lisa. Yeah, I was just like, What? Whitney and Justin, ugh. I'm not, I don't, this conversation. Yeah, but then there's just the whole thing, and then Heather's like, well, you're not single as me. I'm, and she's like, I am more single. Like, now you're arguing over who's more single? Yeah. Uh, Angie wants to bring up her issues with Meredith about the rumors. I, I don't know. I might have to go back and look, but I don't think we've ever seen a housewife sit at a table, get bullets from every single side, and not look phased at all. Yeah, no, she's she gives no fucks, but she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I want her to that. be my lawyer. I want her to be like my therapist. I want her. <laughs> she was yeah. stone 
cool. No, got on her phone, sipped her tea. Yeah. Had to, like she did not care. No, Lisa's losing her whole fucking mind. What did Lisa say when she said you did it to Mary? Was it about the church? Yeah, I guess trying to say like she had like cult followers and the uh, church stuff. I didn't know there was DMs about that. I, I didn't know either, but I um, know they were all talking about it. Lisa says she's going to get her cybersecurity team on it. Uh, now we've got Lloyd. What is happening? Yeah, why do you have that? She does not. There's no way she has a cybersecurity team. I don't know that late. This is not my favorite Lisa Barlow season. I'm just gonna no. Say I that. told. I called it. I, I was like, this is gonna be her villain season. Also, yeah. there's a web. There's an Instagram called R H O S L C Fashions, and mm-hmm. they break they break down all of their things. And Lisa's wearing like every outfit. It's like five k. Yeah. Like everything she's wearing. Like what the fuck? That's wild. Must be nice. I don't think she's sucking dick for jazz tickets if she's no. wearing $5,000 outfits on every single, like every day, every trip, every, like it's wild. Also, I saw a very funny uh, thing somebody posted of uh, Jack in, Col- supposedly now in Colombia. <laughs> yeah. However, behind him, it just looked like he was at like a Hispanic swap meet of some sort. Like a Dia de los Muertos. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, is that East LA or is that Colombia for real? Also, they don't have phones. No, they're not the phones, supposed to. Yeah, the phones are issued if they're like out door knocking and something happens. They have like an emergency cell phone, but they don't have like iPhones. They're not posting photos like this. Yeah, it was very strange. Wild. Uh, Whitney says, that's it. No more <laughs> games. I agree, Whitney. I agree on every level. Couldn't no. agree more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we still don't have a preview for the call, so I guess we've got like two more Bermuda episodes. That's wild. Yeah. How long are they there for? I think <clears> that <throat> house is sick. It's beautiful. Like the patios I and the stairs, the indoor, the outdoor. I was like, damn. Why would you even want to go anywhere else? Nope. I would just stay there. Mm-mm. No man. It's awesome. Um, do you think Meredith sent the DMs? I don't know. I mean, I said it's, this last week. Uh, I, no one knew Monica was on the show. Why would she get yeah. DMs? Yeah, it's definitely weird. But I don't know, like, does she really have that kind of time to be just pull, pulling all this together, getting her financial records, legal rec- Like, that's a lot of stuff. Your man Brooks probably has time. Oh, God. Well, I wouldn't put it past him. He's just laying around rolling his face. I mean, the fact that Monica got them, there's no reason why she would have gotten them, first of all. Second of all, the fact that Meredith was like, oh, do you get the DMs? Check your DMs. And Monica checked her DMs and they were there. I mean, come on. But also, have we seen that Monica got them? Oh, I mean, she showed them on the, they were, they had on the thing. Hey, I know this is random. They were also written we, I can find them. They were writ- they weren't written like, hey, this is going to sound weird. They were written almost like a friend wrote them. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God, LOL, look at this. Like, it wasn't written as like an expose. I don't know. Maybe Jen wrote them. From, She's from doing the app class. She's busy. <laughs> they do have computers, you know. She busy. She is busy. Um, anything else on Salt Lake City? 
No, no, it is still good. Um, are you ready for some Beverly Hills? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I have never oh. seen a more awkward kiss on any housewives since 2000, whatever year <laughs> we started this, six, five, whatever, ever in my entire life. I just want to get to why she's so upset with him. Like, what has happened that she doesn't even want to kiss him? Well, and this is like, so for Sutton to be like, hey, something's going on. And then for us to see the scene, I like, I don't know. I mean, she's not denying that they're having a rough time. She's not denying that there's not, it's not good right now in their marriage. He open mouth kissed her. She did not open her mouth. No, he pushed him away, and then he tried to go again. He was like, "I can kiss you however I want." I was like, "Oh, yeah." It was weird. That's what I'm saying. Like you're saying it's not okay, but this looks beyond not okay. Also, like, why if it's that tense? Why are you living together? Because it's cheaper. Then the money is not an issue for those two. I'm just saying. I don't know. I. It's not looking good, though. Where uh, It's over. This is not a separation. This is not... Something happened. She is D-O-N-E done. Yeah. Whew. I mean, I understand a lot of people try to hold it together because they have kids, and I, I, I get that. But this is not good for your kids to see. That... And the way, like, production is not... I mean, the, the eerie music, the way they, like, zoomed in on the house, come on. Yeah. Production does not have her back on this at all. No. No, it's, I mean, uh, it's, yeah. I can't stop watching it. <sighs> it's so awkward. And it's hard. Awkward, it's awkward that he acts like he doesn't know why. I mean, sometimes, who knows? Sometimes I get upset with my partner and I'm irritated and I'm like anything he does just agitates the absolute shit out of me. And he does not understand and keeps doing it because he doesn't get like sometimes there's just this unawareness of like, no, I'm really that agitated with you. But this seems like something bigger happened and I don't know what it is, but it's like she's talking to him and they're having a conversation. She's normal, like doing the dialogue within it when it's time to like get up and he's trying to kiss her. It's like, okay, I'll talk to you, but I don't want you to touch me. It's almost like she didn't think he was going to go in for a kiss. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I have no idea. I want like I need like body language experts. I need that dissected. Well, I don't need that, but I just need to understand like why if it's that bad, like why are you there? Because (laughs) this is not a pleasurable thing for either of you. So Sutton is planning her four-year anniversary at her store, and she says, I did it with no one's money. Lies. The lies you tell, ma'am. Now, (laughs) ma'am. Oh, I stand you, but let's be real. That was your ex-husband's money. Granted, like, you were married for 17 years. You earned it. Stay-at-home moms work their asses off. I'm not saying that. However, girl, bye. There's a very big difference from starting from the bottom with nothing. And getting a very large settlement and taking that and opening a store. Yes. And I was so glad that the producer was like, oh, so you didn't use any of your spousal support money? Of course I did. Yeah. So clearly then you use someone else's money. How much money do you think that store is losing? 
I mean, I don't know, because I don't know if people shop there often. I bet you it's a tax write-off. Yeah. I bet yeah, I you, like, it's just for her, like, oh, we lost $10,000 a month, and it comes off of her taxes that's coming from her settlement. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we see, every time they're there, you just see her and Jennifer there, or her and the assistant there, or them having a party there. But you don't ever actually see people shopping there. Yeah. I did it with no one's money. Girl, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle has a therapy session. Ooh, that was rough. Yeah, I think I appreciate that she was willing to do that and open up about that because it answers a lot about at least like why she's trying to hold her life together when it comes to the working out and the drinking things. Like she's trying to have some control. Yeah. Um, for sure without feeling control because you've lost your best friend. Like I get, I totally get it. And I appreciate her opening up about that because it's extremely hard. And, you know, everybody who's gone through loss knows that that is, um, really rough. Uh, and, and I think that that's, I think that she's, she's trying to give like some insight into what she, she's trying to control what she's giving insight into is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's double-edged. I think I said this last week or whatever, like maybe she should have taken a season off or stepped back a little bit or whatnot. I think it's hard because, yes, you're opening up, you're showing us what we don't normally see on a day-to-day basis, right? So we applaud that. You are a great housewife, no doubt about it. However, I think it's interesting that like you are in a situation where very few people are going to be able to understand what you're going through to lose your best friend of 45 years to suicide. But that's Uh, all the more reason to do it. Yeah. Because people will experience this and people experience grief and loss all the time in different ways. And so you're seeing different ways of coping and it opens the door to say like, get therapy and talk about this. I mean, the will thing was like heart wrenching. Like she was in charge of, if I passed away, she was in charge of everything. Yeah. Now she's gone. Yeah. I mean, that's a very real thing. And I yeah. think, you know, we all have those relationships or we all have those people. Like I know if my best friend, there's things that I've told her, if something happens to me, like I need to do X, Y, and Z. And so if something happens to her, who's going to do that for me? Like those, I mean, those are very real things. Yeah, for sure. So I think it shows, you know, it, it just opens the door. I know we've done, we've talked about this and I know that you think she should have stepped away. I think that we see so many times on all these shows where we're asking these people to be real or, you know, <clears throat> share what they're going through or don't just act like everything's fine. And so she's showing what's really going on, what her struggle is, how she's handling it, going to therapy, not drinking, working out, trying to do this in a healthier way and still struggling. And so I think we also have to give her credit for showing that. It's not just about the shopping and all the other things, but the real life part. Yeah. And maybe I, maybe production, that scene shouldn't have been episode 12 or episode uh, eight. Yeah. You know, getting eight hours into this and then being like, oh, like, here's where she's coming from. But I think, again, I talked about this with uh, Wendy. She's not communicating this with the women. Sure. At all, not even direct. I think that you have to feel like you're in a safe space. And I think that that's why, I mean, whether they're involved romantically or not, I think that's the connection with Morgan is that she can freely speak with her 
excuse me. And like she was saying, she makes fun of her. She gives her a hard time. Like she's, you know, she, she's more comfortable because she's like treating her, um, as a real person, but also like listening and, and giving her grace in these situations as where I think that, you know, like Doris saying like, well, we haven't done anything with them as a couple in a long time. And like, I don't know what's going on and I don't know about this. And so it's like, well, are you asking the right questions though? Or are you just sitting there while everybody's digging in and not really saying anything? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think that, I think that it's a hard thing because we want them to come on and like give their best. But I think that if we're going to be on a reality show, you also have to kind of go through it in your worst. And we've seen that before, like, you know, with Taylor going through Russell's suicide and, you know, like we've seen it um, in different ways. I think that, you know, it's just, you don't see it all the time. So when it happens, it's like, okay, this is a little bit rough, but we got to, I guess, got to go through it. Yeah. And on, I mean, being honest, they weren't going to let her walk away knowing what's going on with her and Mauricio and all the stuff. They weren't going to let her take this time. Like, this is, they want to know. They want to get into it. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Anne-Marie? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure out why she's here. Like, why did they add her? Why was she needed? I don't understand how she fits into any of this. So our second nominee for Moron of the Week is Anne-Marie Wiley because our first, well, I'll have you vote in a minute, but Anne-Marie introduces us to her house and her husband and her kids. And Cute kids. says, my husband says, you know, you know why I married you? Because you're an eight and a half at everything. <laughs> you're not a 10 in anything, but you're an eight and a half in everything. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I, I mean, I don't really know how to, I don't know how to receive that. Uh, did she think it like it, like, I felt like she was proud of it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, he was, I mean, I guess that's your way of saying like your husband said you're consistent. I, I, I'm not sure, but I was just kind of like, I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, I, mean, I mean, I know I'm not perfect, but I don't think I want to be rated by a number by my husband. I mean, Twitter is roasting her completely. So whose quote was worse, Juan deletes his phone like crazy, or my husband says I'm an eight and a half at everything? Uh, Absolutely, Robin. Really? Oh, yes. (laughs) I think that you didn't, I mean, my God, like, that's like, tell me your husband's a cheater without telling me he's a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Anne-Marie only because she was so proud of it. And she was like, my husband says I'm an eight and a half at everything. Like, oh. Hmm. But aren't, what if, don't you want to be a 10? Don't you want to be like, yeah. But no one's an actual 10. Hottest. Huh? But no, I mean, who's an actual 10? I mean, I like to think I am most times. I mean, if if you'd like, but <laughs> no, there's no one on earth without fault. I mean, if sure. But like, I want to be like, oh, like, that's my man. Like, that, he's a 10. Yeah. Like, you know. I get it, but. She didn't yeah. get it. She didn't. She <laughs> delivered it not well. Can I name the episode? You're an eight and a half and everything. Sure. <laughs> uh, we get to Sutton's party. Kyle brings her sister because she wants to prove to Sutton that, look, I talked to my sister. Sutton says, look, she brought her sister because she wants me to think I talked to her sister. <laughs> like, it's just like a pissing contest at this um, point. Oh, excuse me. Oh, are you there? Yeah. I'm sorry. I coughed. Oh, you're fine. Uh, it's yeah, it's just a pissing contest at this point. Yeah, I mean, 
just bring your sister because you want to have fun with your sister and you're happy you're reconnecting. Let, let it just be that. Don't I, bring her to prove a point. Kim makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Poor Kim. She's ready to color on the walls at any moment. Oh, you're an artist? I'm an artist too. He, he. And the girl was like, yeah. oh, really? She's like, well, no, not really. Like, Seth oh. needs me to do something with these walls. <laughs> oh, God. It was so weird. Uh, Sutton walks by Kyle and goes, I'm having a drink now, mom. Is this okay, mom? I was like, uh oh. Yeah, it's like, why? Why? She came to your event. She's trying to be here. Why? Why start it? Because I, I mean, yes, Sutton is saying, what's going on with you? Tell us whatever is going on with you, right? But I think that you're not like calling out the medication, calling out the eating, calling out the, foot and the drinking like kyle's throwing everything right back at her so i but if i come to your event in peace to come and support your event and you're supposed to be focused on your event and your guests and by just having a smooth night why start it by doing that i mean because i think she wants to say look kyle you want to call out my drinking in front of everybody this is what i'm drinking right now just so you know, I haven't had one. I haven't had five. I'm about to have one. I just know. I mean, I just don't understand why it matters. That's just me. Like, I don't care if I'm going to have a drink or not. Like, uh, this night's about me and my store and my party. Like, I'm not going to start this petty argument with you over a drink. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not feeling sudden. I'm just not. I, I feel like it just doesn't need that. Didn't need like, why? Just be in this moment. Like, celebrate this party. Thank you for coming. I know we just had a really, really rough, nasty um, interaction. You're here. Like, let's talk about it another time. But I'm not going to start and be like, I'm having a drink now, mom. Like, what? why? But Kyle did it with the necklace. Yeah, because everybody's saying that her jewelry is because her husband cheated. So she, making a joke by saying like, oh, I got a necklace. Like, what, what happened now? But to start the whole alcohol thing, it's like, okay, well, you know, this is going to turn into a situation. I'm I'm not seeing a difference in the in the jokes. I I again think we're not going to ever like, agree <laughs> on this. I just I think I'm in a different place with what I see going on here with Sutton. I just I don't care for her. I don't like the way she handles things. I don't like how she behaves. I think it's annoying, and so that's just me. But yeah, I it, just there may not be a difference. I just think it's, it's super annoying. I just think it's like the energy you put out is the energy you're going to get back from me. You know me. I'm very energy driven. Sure. So if you're going to come in, I don't know. I don't think it was that bad. It was like, look, bitch, you want to call out my drinking? I'm not drinking. I had one drink today. Yeah. It's, okay. You know, I, I said it's a pissing contest, right? They're going to go back and sure. for as long as possible. Yeah. Why did Kyle bring annoying. Kim? I think it's annoying. It's like, okay, well. But you I don't mean, think Kyle brought Kim as a, as a fuck you? I don't think it was a fuck you. I think it's I'm bringing my sister so that, A, I'm not coming by myself because clearly she's not in the best place with any of these women that anybody else is coming with her. And B, also to show you that I haven't alienated both of my sisters, which was a super like low blow because you're friends with Kathy. You know that we're not in a good place. You know what I'm dealing with. And then you want to throw my other sister into it. Got it. I mean, that's just the way I see it. Like, I feel like family stuff, but I think I, I didn't think that was an Kim, appropriate thing to say. I think bringing Kim is like, look at me. You said I don't have a sister. So Sutton said, look at you. You called me an alcoholic. I'm having my first drink. That's okay. I, 
Yeah. I'm not a tit for tat. I'm a, I'm not a petty like tit for tat. Oh, person. I'm so petty. I'm and I so I don't like when I see these things, I'm just like, why though? Like if I'm in a, celebrating my thing, I'm just happy to like have these people here celebrating my store, try to sell some stuff. Like me making a point of I'm having a drink is not like a priority. Yeah. Uh, Gar- Garcelle is stuck on Kyle's jewelry. I can't with Garcelle either. <laughs> like I that red I'm, wig has got to go. I'm so disappointed because when she first came on here, it was like she was the voice of reason. And she was holding people accountable to like right and wrong and like that's not nice and don't do this. And like, no, let's be this. And then now all of a sudden it's like, why are what is going on? And why do you keep digging with this woman about her jewelry? I don't know. Oh, she like Google. Oh, the Tiffany ring means this. I was like, okay, slow down. <laughs> why? Like, what is that about? I don't know. Uh, you know what I'm I'm here for? Crystal versus Dorit. That well, I didn't see that one coming. Crystal, who says no more than two words every episode, versus Dorit, who says all the words every episode. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but Crystal's definitely more this season, like more vocal and making little comments. She she goes. You've seen it happen. I've I've witnessed it happen. You don't ever want it to happen to you. But here I am on the wrong side of a Dorit interrogation. Oh, God. <clears throat> I mean, Dorit was dead wrong. Yeah, now you just got to deal with it. Did uh, Well, Dorit's like, you said me. You said, like, who who else? Who's everybody? No one said everybody. Sutton said, Crystal told me that you said. She didn't tell everybody. She didn't tell Erica. She told Sutton what you said. You said she poured yeah. vodka in her coffee. Yeah. So you want to own it or you don't want to own it. No one cares. Yeah. I, I'm over her. She's, she has nothing left to give us. No, just give me Jagger full time. He's adorable. And how often often do you hear me talk rave about kids like this? No, he is. He's cute. I'll I'll give her that. Her kids are cute. Mommy, calm down. We have the dog. We have everything under control. Enjoy your dinner. (laughs) Yeah. He's cute. Uh, Anne Marie comes for Sutton. Girl, you are not equipped for what you're about to get from this. That woman. just wasn't the time. Like, again, this is not the time nor the place for this kind of a conversation. Like, you just got invited. Just be happy to be here. Why are you trying to have a medical conversation with her in front of all these people? Why was Kyle whispering to Anne Marie? I don't know. I didn't hear her whispering. It felt weird. Uh, Anne Marie, yeah, the health insurance, the doctor's appointment, you're, you know, you can't, like, girl. And especially when, yes, you're, you're an anesthesiologist, but She's you're not. not a. She's a anesthesiologist nurse. Got it. Either way. Yeah. You're not an ear, nose, and throat. No. You're not a general, you know, you're, you're yeah. not in a, in any position to be diagnosing anybody or asking questions Along those lines. Correct. And like Tiffany, Dr. Tiffany Moon, Dr. Nicole, they are anesthesiologists. They are doctors. Um, But also like, it just, she kind of took the air out of the room. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel like that. I just felt like, why are you asking these questions? Yeah. Like, this is not the time or the place. It's, you're at a party. Have a fun time. Be happy you're invited. Don't ask her about like all the different throat, different issues. Like, why? Yeah. Sutton says, I don't even know her last name. She could buy something at least. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they all bought something. Why were they remarked that, that store? I don't know. I've got questions about that store. I don't, it's not a, I don't know. Like, I wonder sometimes, is it like 
a like archive type of store? Like, is it an appointment only? It doesn't just look like a store like that's just well, open and people are just coming in and buying collab, things. She's doing collab. It was a it was a boutique where she just like curated looks that she liked that people would come and buy. But now she's like teaming up with designers to like put her name on stuff. Got it. She's like right in WeHo. She's like right down from the Vanderpump restaurants. Oh. She's in a great spot. That's what I'm saying. So like the rent there must be astronomical. Yeah. It's got to be a business tax write-off for her alimony. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I wonder like how busy is the store? You know, that that's like, I've never seen it be like just customers walking in. Yeah. Well, because it's always mm-hmm. like a party there. Yeah. Yeah, or she's eating lunch there with Jennifer Tilly. Like, there's never... (laughs) It's just like her hangout spot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Anything else on Beverly Hills? No. Yeah. Um, Roni Legacy dropped today. Girls Trip. I'm I'm hearing incredible things. Cannot cannot wait. wait. I think there's four episodes today, and then they'll drop as they go. Um, sounds incredible. Traders is back January 12th. I posted the trailer. It looks in- we got Phaedra, we got Sheree, Tamra, Larsa. Um, oh. I, that looks so good. I can't. Uh, the girl from Drag Race, Pilot Pete is there. I mean, just a random mix of celebrity. Uh, yeah, I was surprised to see CT, like, you don't usually see him on. Well, he need that divorce went through. He needs to needs to get paid. Well, I mean, he's been winning the last couple, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you're watching. Like us, rate us, follow us as always. Uh, I'm gonna finish up on Bachelor in Paradise, and then I don't know where the wind will take me from there. I haven't decided quite yet. Um, possibly Survivor. I think Survivor's sort of winding down, so I think I could start binging perhaps. Um, but I love like cold weather. I love not having to do anything because I could just sit here and I got to watch the Taylor Swift tour now that it's oh. on Amazon. I got to watch that this weekend. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Enjoy it. Don't, don't look at my windows. I might be dancing along with a yeah. little microphone hairbrush. I'll be waiting for the Beyonce one <laughs> yeah. to come out. Ooh, I know. Are you going to see it in theaters or no? It's not in the theater here. Oh, who's doing it? It's in the city and I don't oh, I'm not or going. like Emeryville. I'm just, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to wait. Like Marin, you don't think there's Beyonce fans here? Yeah. <laughs> the hell's going on? Aren't there like three uh movie theaters you can't get anywhere? Jeez. Uh well, Northgate doesn't have it and Roland doesn't have it. Uh Smith Ranch closed. Oh, <gasps> it did? Yeah. I it's used to closed. love that theater. Me too. Great theater. And in the last few years, they were showing old movies like Dirty Dancing and all these other things, and they finally shut down last month. So oh, no. No way. Awesome. Well, that is a wrap on episode 165. Uh, I'm an eight and a half at everything. We will be back next week and then we will update on what our holiday schedule looks like of recording and shows and all of that craziness. So. Oh, yeah, because everything's going to I wonder what the pauses will be. I don't know. We have full week next week, so everything's there. And yes, then I don't know what's going know. on. I'm sure Sunday Sunday is Christmas, right? Christmas Eve. Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Yeah. So yeah. they're not going to show no. Potomac or whatever. So we'll figure out. We'll probably take our week yeah. off and whatnot and go from there. Yeah, I know. Found isn't coming back till January 9th. I'm oh, mad no. about it. Oh, I know. Maybe so how many are there of those? A bunch. I watched one last night. I feel like there's about eight. Oh, Found got renewed for season two already. Uh, I'm so excited about but it. It's so good. 
you want to break the bad news? No, I am very upset about it. Station 19 only has 10 episodes left. Uh, I so, I hope they wrap this up well. I really love this show. I'm very sad about it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, that's a wrap. Well, everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.